Hi, this is uh, Seb from SocialAnxietySolutions.com. I'm a former social anxiety disorder sufferer and I help people with social anxiety feel calm and at ease and relaxed in social situations. They can have a good time, connect, and um, yeah, have nice friendships. Thanks for that. And um, so I release these videos on a weekly basis every Thursday. And today I wanted to talk about a common fear that people have. And the fear is, well, what if people don't like me? And uh, it's, a, it's a frequent fear. A lot of people have it. And it's a, it's a big concern, right? Because then when you're out socially, uh, when you've actually dragged yourself or forced yourself to go to this social experience, social event that you don't want to be at, or you're simply at work um, or, or at school, and you know, you're... Uh, you're worrying, uh-oh, you know, what if they don't like me? What you're then doing is you're gonna, you, you, your brain is gonna micromanage the way you come across. So you're gonna try to come across in a likable way and do your best to come across in a, you know, not come across in an unlikable way. Makes sense, right? I mean, even the people that are not having that problem, they do that, it's just on a much more subtle level. We all want to be liked. There's actually nothing wrong with it. It's good to want to be liked. It's not so good when you feel that you need to be liked. And um, that's kind of the point of this video. So when you're having a, um, you know, to, to kind of make it more clear what the problem really is. So when you're afraid of other people not liking you, that is actually a projection onto other people of you not liking yourself. So when I have this with my clients, I have them state out loud, I like myself. So you can do that, just do that. Say, I like myself. And then see how true it feels in a scale of zero to 10. 10 is like, yeah, that feels totally true. And zero is that doesn't feel true at all. Good. Now, now say my name is, and then say your name. So if your name is Sebastian, like mine is, then you say my name is Sebastian. So say your name out loud, my name is, and do the AM. Good. And now test to see if my name is Sebastian, or my name is whatever your name is, feels true to the same degree that you say I like myself. Good. Now, last little test. By the way, this is the Philippines. I just have to show you this. This guy comes passing by, driving around with his uh, whatever music it is. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, anyway. Yeah, so now uh, the, the third little experiment. Now I, wanna say, I want you to say out loud, I don't like myself. And just see how true that feels on a scale of 0 to 10. 10 being very true, 0 being not true at all. Now likely what you'll find is... Um, man, I, I, it's hard to tell percentages, but a fair bit of my clients, when they say, I like myself, it feels true to them because they do like themselves consciously. Because they can come up with good reasons for why they're likable. They're like, I'm intelligent, got a sense of humor, a nice person, uh, 
you know, whatever. They, they, have, they have reasons for why they like themselves. Um, but when they say it, I like myself, it doesn't feel as true as they say when they state their name. Because they know without a shadow of a doubt that that's true. And when they say, I like myself, that doesn't feel as true as they say their, they, uh, their name. Because there is a shadow of a doubt about whether they are that likable. Um, you want come, to come to the other place, of course. Now, uh, the other people, uh, the other section of my client, I don't know exactly what the percentage is, when they say I like myself, they have trouble saying that because they really don't like themselves. These are the people that have a fair bit more work to do. Um, then, the, the other surprise that people often have is when they say I don't like myself, like, oh, wow, yeah, hmm. That actually feels quite true. And then sometimes there are feelings about that, you know. Some people feel sad about the fact that they don't like myself, that they don't like himself or their self. And um, uh, they might feel insecure about it. Um, and they might have other feelings about it. They might be frustrated with themselves for not liking themselves or, or whatever, you know. But basically, this is just a little test to check in with yourself, you know, to what degree am I actually liking myself? And are there parts of me that I don't like? And people often say as well, it's like, well, I like myself, but uh, I don't like myself when I'm in a social situation, you know? Uh, or I don't like that I have social anxiety, so I don't like that part of myself. Or I don't like it that I blush, or I don't like it that I sweat, or I don't like it um, that I go blank in social situations, or I don't like it um, that I lose what to say, or I don't like it that I get all stiff and rigid and I can't uh, joke around, or I don't like it that I can't stay in connection with someone and have a conversation and I get all in my head, or I don't like it that blah, 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 right? So they have their, their liking of themselves is very conditional, which makes a lot of sense because you're, you're, you know, when your social anxiety comes up, it robs you of all your social skills. You can't be socializing because your brain is saying, hey, get the hell out of here or fight that person or freeze. You know, your brain is in survival mode in that situation. So you, you, can't, you can't be socializing. That's not, you, you know, your brain is not going to be uh, capable of, coming up with clever jokes or being remain, remaining present in a, in, a, in a conversation. That is all out of the window because of you know, the social anxiety hijacking your brain. Anyway, so what the problem is when you're afraid of other people not liking you, for a big part it is the projection of you not liking yourself. Now where does that come from? Well, you guessed it, you're not born as a little baby not liking yourself, so what is it? It's programming, that's right. It is programming. So that means the repetitive negative experiences from early childhood, okay? Often, um, it is a parent that the child perceived didn't like them. So when you were little, did you perceive that your dad didn't like you? Did you perceive that your mom didn't like you? In some cases, an influential brother or an influ influential sister uh, or maybe a teacher you know, or maybe uh, there's a whole history of you experiencing people not liking you and if so yeah I'm sorry to hear that that uh, is something I can definitely relate to and uh, it can be a lonely business however things can be shifted and turned around when that belief in your brain is gonna shift and turn around 
because when you change things on the inside, the things your 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 outside experience is going to shift and change. Because you're going to feel different, you're going to think different, you're going to behave different, you're going to have a different vibe, a different energy about you, and people are going to respond differently to that. So, you know, the past doesn't equal the future, is that common saying, and that's very much true, you know. I'm the proof of that. There are tons of people the proof of that. You can actually change, you know, that's the very good news. Now, um, we'll do a, a little tap along. So. I'll do a bit of tapping on this. So tapping is a um, the the more common name might be EFT. It stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. It's a technique that I used to overcome my own social anxiety. It's what I've helped hundreds of people with to um, you know let go of their social anxiety and feel more social socially confident. It's what I teach in a bunch of my videos. It's really weird and wacky, but it is amazing. Okay, it works. If you don't believe me, go check out comments under these videos and so on you know. okay so what that technique is it's a psychological form of acupuncture but instead of using needles you tap with the tips of your fingers and specific acupressure points in the body when you do that while you're focused in on particular issues then the emotions connected to those issues start to release now this is a super simplified explanation of what it does there's actually a lot more to it you know, I, I run an online community, social confidence community, which is uh, closed for registration at the moment. But um, I'm teaching people over a period of time, and we're now four or five months in, how to, uh, how to use tapping and energy psychology to overcome their social anxiety. And we're four months in, and they've, they've only gotten like half of the information um, in order to free themselves of their social anxiety. Now they've made progress, they feel better, they're less anxious, they get triggered less, they feel calmer, they're more at ease, uh, they're having moments where they're not having anxiety, they're uh, less bothered by their anxiety. All of that good stuff is happening, but I've taught them a ton. And in these videos, I'm just giving you a tiny itty little bit, you know, to overcome your social anxiety, you actually want to learn about your inner psychology, how it all works. And like I said, I'm just giving you tidbits here. Um, and because this is something I've, I've gathered over the years, there's like 15 plus years uh, that I've studied this to, to, to see, all right, well, how does this puzzle fit together? So you want to learn about your emotions, you want to learn about your thinking, um, you want to learn about how this tapping really works, right? But I'm just giving you a, a little bit here. So um, with the little bit of change that you might get as we're doing this, just know it's just the tip of the iceberg, like a, a little, you know, bite of the whole meal. And um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that so that you can raise your standards because from my perspective, social anxiety is not something that you want to well for sure not something that you want to live with for the rest of your life but definitely also not 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 something that you have to live with for the rest of your life it's something that you can completely shift and that's not me that's not just me saying that that is tons of people on my podcast as well saying that people uh with phds doctors um researchers, psychologists, psychotherapists. And I know that the mainstream thought is that you can only manage it 
and you can um, you know at best reduce it and come to live with it and come to terms with it but that's not my experience and that's also not the experience of these kinds of psychologists and psychotherapists that I interview because these are the guys that are traditionally trained who have incorporated uh, EFT or energy psychology into their practice and that's when you get results that the mainstream doesn't get because we're not just uh, addressing your thoughts your thinking and your behavior no there's a missing component there social anxiety is mostly an emotional problem and if you just address that on the thinking and the behavioral level yeah you're not gonna get that far wherever whereas when you address the emotional side of the problem that's where you can actually shift it completely and get to a place where you're at ease, where you're relaxed, where you don't take yourself so damn serious, and where you can just be you, you know, the real you that is hiding behind all this programming, behind all this fear, behind all these worries, behind all these uh, limiting beliefs. One of them being, I don't like myself. So we're gonna do a little bit of tapping on that. All right, so what I want you to do, if you've never done this, simply follow along with me, do what I do, say what I say, and uh, you know, monkey see, monkey do. So if I'm tapping here, you're just gonna tap there. And, <laughs> all right, here comes uh, our disco man again. So, uh, you don't have to do this perfect. Even if you do it imperfectly, still gonna work all right so if, if I'm tapping here you're not exactly sure by the way it's on the outside of the eyes here if you're not exactly sure just copy me and it'll be all right all right so good let's go tapping on the side of your hand very good okay so just take a deep breath in close your eyes for a second take a deep breath in you should breathe out relax Just say, uh, even though I might not like myself as much as much as I want to like myself, I want to consider the possibility of liking all of me. Even though I don't like all parts of me. There are things that I definitely don't like about myself. And others have shown me why I'm not likable in that area. I'm just not likable. And I want to try to accept these unhelpful beliefs in my mind. even though a part of me is resisting that for whatever reason. Even though I don't like myself, that's how it feels. That's what resonates as true on some level. I wanna to try to come to terms with where I'm at. Very good, tapping on the beginning of your eyebrows. Just say, I don't like myself. Side eyes, how can I like myself? On the eyes, I'm such an unlikable person. On those, there's nothing good about me. 
chin. I'm just a worthless piece of shit. By the way, rever reverbalizing negative things is that might bring up emotion and the tapping will soothe and calm down that emotion. Right, so on the, on the collarbone, I am the most unlikable person in the world. Under the arms. And if you don't believe me, on the liver point, I can make a list of people that will say that's true. Wrist point, and be a long list. Top of that, I am just unlikable. Behave the eyebrows, I don't want to like myself. Say as what's there to like anyway? On the eyes. The answer is nothing. I don't know. Everything about me sucks. On the chin. That's right. There's nothing great about me. On the collarbone. I refuse to like myself. On the arms. I'm not going to do it. Different point. It's not safe. Wrist point. I don't deserve to like myself. Top of that. I don't see myself as a likable person. You have the eyebrows. It's not possible that I could be a likable person. Sunday, Saturday eyes. Unless it is. Sunday eyes. I wonder what it would be like. Oh no. Wouldn't it be nice if I was a likable person? Chin, I'm not. Collarbone, but wouldn't it be nice if I was one? On the arms, I wonder how life would be if I felt likable. Liver point, because when I like myself, On the wrist point, I expect others to like me too. Top of the head. And that would make me feel a lot more safe socially. Deep breath. Relax, very good. All right, now, like I said, this is just a little taster, a little a little itty bitty mini uh, tap along as um, as to what's possible and I already mentioned it a little bit as we were doing that tapping the the cool thing is like when you like yourself when you're really congruent when you look in the mirror and you're like I like myself and you smile back and you're like damn right <laughs> however conceited that might sound this is of essential importance because when you're okay with yourself when you like yourself and you're like wow I'm I'm just likable why not uh, you know I'm not perfect I've got lots of flaws and by the way I'm speaking for myself I'm definitely not perfect I've, you know as you can see <laughs> I've got the uh, a gazillion flaws but still like myself I'm alright with my flaws. I don't have to be perfect. And uh, it's taken a long time and a lot of inner work to come to that place, you know, because uh, I definitely had the experience where 
you know, my mom didn't like myself. I was uh, being placed outside of the house when I was nine and I was gonna go to a foster home because my mom and I and my stepdad were fighting to such a degree um, that you know, my mom didn't see anything likable or, or nice or friendly about me anymore and I was, I was uh, blamed for all the problems. Now, not to start like a sad sobbing story or anything, but um, you know, I've had that experience for a long period of time in my formative years, and uh, I hated my stepdad. My dad died when he was uh, when I was five, when he was 31. So I'm 34. So at least I outlived him. Uh, get away from me. So uh, and so my stepdad, I didn't like him, and he didn't like me. And so I had a long period in my life where I didn't feel liked. And that's where that program came in for me. And that stuck with me for the longest time. And it's taken a lot of work for me to unroot that and shift that around and change that in my brain so that that doesn't resonate with me anymore, that I'm not likable and that people don't like me and that kind of stuff. And I've since gathered a lot of evidence to the contrary, which is also important. However, um, you know, in more cognitive approaches, it, the, the idea is to just challenge the thought that you're not likable and to then go out and look for evidence that you are likable. But most people, like I said earlier, they already have a lot of evidence that they are likable and yet that deeply ingrained I'm not likable belief is still running the show on a subconscious level because there's a lot of emotion connect to it, connected to it. And the emotion is what needs to be shifted and tapping is a very powerful way to do that however it will be a process over time um, most likely because you've had this for a long time and you, know, you have a lot of emotional evidence to back up that belief that you're not likable even if you if it's not on the surface for you because when you get to a place where you're like hey uh, I like myself think about it now when you're in social situations your this this is a metaphor I give to my clients sometimes. All right, if you don't like yourself and you show up in a social situation, why would others like you? You're basically saying, "Hey, I've got this product here, and uh, yeah, I don't like it. it smells bad. Uh, it's not a great product. It's kind of shit. Uh, who would like it? I I definitely don't. But do you maybe like it? Would you like it?" be amazing if you like it because if you like it then maybe I can like it but I don't like it and I wouldn't expect you to like it that would be stupid I've given this a lot of thought and a lot of consideration and I've come to the conclusion after these 27 years that I'm alive or these 35 years that I'm alive or how that this product I don't like it but can you please like it please 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 accept it come to terms with it say that it's a great product right so that's the energy that you're giving off. Whereas when you, say, when you actually like yourself, it's like, hey, I've got a great product. Uh, I've given it a lot of thought and consideration and I like it. Oh my God, you should check out this product. It's a great product. Um, I like it. And I'm expecting you to like it too. I mean, who in his right mind wouldn't like this product? Right? See the difference? What kind of a difference in energy does that present to other people? Big difference, I tell you. Big, massive difference, okay? So shift that belief around, really like yourself, and then you know, expect that others like you too, 
and think about how safe you feel when that's your experience socially. I like myself. Well, if someone else then doesn't like you, well, so what? You like yourself. You know, if someone doesn't like me, and of course that happens, uh, I'm like, all right, it's fine. My assumption would be, okay, maybe that person is uh, not really in a good mood. Maybe that person has some insecurities about the way I'm coming across and they don't, they, that's actually what's mostly going on. They're rejecting the part of me uh, that, you know, that they're not accepting within themselves. So if I'm showing up and I'm, uh, I'm all outgoing and loud, then, and they're judging that and so they don't like me, it's that they are rejecting the part of them inside of them that is uh, outgoing and loud. And so, you know, it's not nothing to take personally. Anyway, long story. So I hope it's been helpful. If it is helpful, tell me under this video what you learned from this. Share me your insight, not just for me, but mostly. Yeah, my alarm went off and it cut off my video. Anyway, I was at the end of what I wanted to say anyway. So hope this has been helpful. Now, if this was helpful for you, please share with you your insight under this video. Now that's not just for me, it's also for other people because a lot of people I know can relate to this particular issue and seeing like on the, on the forum on my online community, a lot of people find support in seeing that other people have the same issues and uh, they're learning from each other and they're supporting each other. And I'm not saying that you necessarily need to do that, you don't need to teach anything, but just sharing your own experience of how you feel with this issue or what you've learned from this uh, will help other people and it will make my video more popular that's also helpful <laughs> um, it's gonna reach more people uh, I release videos like this every Thursday so subscribe here 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 check out some of the other videos and definitely if you want to take things to the next level I have a free social confidence starter kit on my website where I teach you this technique in a lot more detail the tapping technique that I guided you through it is a 10-step video course that is like I said free and it also has a free ebook called How to Overcome Social Anxiety Completely, where I share my story and how you can get to anxiety-free and create rock-solid social ease. Actually, rock-solid social confidence, but it's more like social ease. It's not necessarily confidence, the boastful, like, look at me, I'm the shit. It's more like a relaxed kind of ease. Um, and uh, yeah, you can get that on my website by clicking below this video and um, signing up there. All right. Hope to see you there. And uh, yeah, talk to you soon. Bye for now. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also the, my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or, you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to 
crap, this is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit, now go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.